0: You are listening to the Fantasy Joes Podcast, your weekly dose of fun and unique fantasy football talk with a focus on Dynasty.
1: And now, here are your hosts, Trey Barrett, Will Greenwood, and Ryan Livergood.
0: Hey, that's right, we're the Fantasy Joes with a Senior Bowl edition. I am Matt Rota Librarian, Ryan Livergood. Joining me this evening is always from... Uh, I think cold, maybe snowy, Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's Will the thrill greenwood.
1: We honestly need a good snow here. Cause we haven't had like a, like the snow's just kind of stayed around because of the cold, but there's so many poppy pea spots out in the front yard right now. It's just, it's a minefield and you know, poppy's my dog and she just can't avoid them because they're just not, they just don't care. They just don't care. Uh, and, and we're going to get right. It's about to get frigid here, yeah, but still here. no more snow. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, so yeah, we got I'd, like 12, 12, inches last weekend. So we've got plenty. We'll send you some.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I take like, I'd like like one inch just to cover up the P the, the, the aesthetics. <laughs> I want aesthetically pleasing snow around. I don't want, I don't want shovelable snow uh, or, I mean, I have a snowblower now, so that, that doesn't really bother me because it's a big space, but it takes me like a half hour to do. And uh, I just blow it all into my neighbor's driveway. So it's fine. And,
0: that's why your neighbor and, loves you.
1: Yeah. We're best friends. Well, he went to Iowa State. I went to Iowa. You know, like it's there's this friction. He's going to really hate it because Miles, his kid, always loves talking to me. And at some point in time, I'm going to be that cool neighbor to Miles is his name. And I'm going to buy him an Iowa Hawkeye something. And we'll see how that goes.
0: Oh, that's so, that's so Like, hey, man,
1: go Hawks. Here's a cap. Game worn. By Will while he was snow blowing, so that's uh, a very you know maybe I'll sign it. So it's quad season, Ryan. It is quad season. The pictures of Najee Harris's quads. I love this part of the off season where we're looking at leg picks. I just think that's definitely the best way to pick the next future running back star of the NFL. Just take some take some pics of his legs, man. We're good to go.
0: Man, it's all about the legs it really Toby is, Ger-
1: man. somewhere. Toby Gerhardt has like a tear in his eye that he missed this boat. <laughs>
0: uh. Uh, that's that's funny. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, th- this is well where it's getting to going to be fun because, you know, one of the reasons we're going to talk about senior bowl in a second, we'll talk about why it's important, but it kind of marks the beginning of this whole process, right? Where, um the teams are going to be looking at these college uh players that are going to be rookies in 2021 and the process is different and and how that's going to impact the process this year it's going to be fun in the dynasty community because we're not going to have as much to you know rely on as we usually do we're not gonna have that combine we're gonna have those pro days but we we all kind of know that some of the numbers you get the pro days might be a little bit um adjusted if you will you know I, i don't know if i'm going to trust those 40 times that coming out of, you know, Alabama's pro day for example. So Well, I think
1: it'll be interesting cuz it's not just Alabama coaches timing them. They have other scouts. And we'll see where- I think it'll be interesting. You have to like kind of piece and parse where the information is coming from. Right. Uh- well- well, I think I think though it's. I'm going to go and I, time all the Hawkeyes, and they're going to set some records. So we'll be think, ready for for the off season.
0: I think it's that idea that even if it's someone neutral, they're you know they're they're in their comfort zone. You know they're 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 going to camp, the campus where where these guys they they know the campus. Whereas when you go to that combine in Indianapolis, you know you're you're in, what is Lucas Oil. You're you're surrounded by you know all these scouts. that You know you look in the stands and you see you know. um yeah, all these, you know, famous NFL coaches that, that you, you know, and it's, so I just think there's that, that factor that impacts performance. And I, I think that's kind of important, important, important of the combine. Where, yeah. Like where day, you,
1: you water weight up to get the weight up, you water weight up, right. and then you have to figure out how to get that out of your system before you run the 40. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, that's right. There, there, there are strategies uh, And uh, out,
1: outside sure. of, outside of uh, the senior bowl and like this off, 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 season draft. I didn't talk about it last week. Around, I got a new office chair. This is, I'm so much more comfortable in the office. We got like this soup, like my wife's company you know, with her home office. She's a stipend. Like, I am the, am the most comfortable I've ever been doing the podcast.
0: Yeah, you'll have to tell me what kind of chair you got. Um, I, yeah, I it's,
1: it's, yeah, it's I don't know, some sort of like cool design. Well, it's very aesthetically pleasing in her designs, and like everything like that. But, it, guys, like this, this, and gals, this chair is just like, so much nicer. I,
0: I I don't have a stipend from the library, believe it or not. I don't, I don't think the taxpayers would approve.
1: You checked um, it and, out? And you checked in fact, it out from the library?
0: In fact, this this chair I'm in, this was my old office chair. We got new ones after, I don't know, the, the old ones were like 15 years old or something. So we bought new ones. And I actually bought this old office chair from, from my employer. And it has like an arm that's broken and everything. I really need a new one. So I'm, I'm a little bit jealous. Well, not going to lie. It would be nice to have an arm <laughs> all over. So I just like go to the side. If you see me during the podcast, that's because my chair is old and broken. But anyway, I- I'll deal. I'll deal. Um, and-, and we're going to talk about some guys that hopefully aren't old and broken. We're going to talk about well, uh, some players that played in the Senior Bowl. Will
1: Ryan was the office chair broken when you were pounding the table for Corey Davis back in the day?
0: Oh, Boom! Come Gross on! In. Ouch! Ouch! Mine was
1: letter for that. Neither of us <laughs> win. It's fine.
0: I've not given up on Leonard Fournette, by the way. Maybe you have, but I,
1: okay. I don't know. I, I, also, I a side story that we're not going to talk about because we're not going too much into the Super Bowl. LeSean McCoy is playing for the other team in the Super Bowl this year. I can't remember if he was active last year for the Super Bowl for the Chiefs, but he was on the Chiefs last year, and this year he's on the Bucks. And he had like a tweet yeah. like, if I get a second ring, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know man. He, he might retire if he gets a <laughs> second ring. But I'm just like, I just don't know. Like LeSean McCoy, we loved you. Thank you for, for what you've done and the weird kind of entertainment you've provided, but I I don't necessarily like, I I don't your legacy of having a second ring. Just doesn't, doesn't matter.
0: Sometimes you just have to be the right place at the right time. Right. (laughs)
1: That's all that
0: matters. Uh, (laughs) Anyway. So let's, let's get into the the, uh, senior bowl. Will, and um, I'm going to share the tweet of the week, you know, kind of uh, expresses why we care about the senior bowl. We, we, I think every, year this podcast has existed we've talked about the senior bowl maybe we haven't had focused episodes but we've always talked about it um andrew siciliano at andrew siciliano on twitter what are the odds at last at last year's senior bowl we saw justin herbert jalen hurts chase claypool brandon iuke jeremy chin just to name a few um and then he was promoting the broadcast was coming on because this tweet goes back to january 30th also antonio gibson harrison bryant van jefferson michael Pittman. Joshua Kelly, Denzel Mims, Tyler Bass, Rodrigo Blankenship. So that last one kicker leagues, you know, you cared in Tyler Bass as well. So um, anyway, I I think it's a reminder that every year in the senior bowl, we see guys that are both NFL relevant and a lot of times fantasy relevant. Uh, Other guys that have played, you know, uh, the list goes on on Kareem Hunt, Carson Wentz. um, Jalen Jalen
1: Hurts got dogged on though last year from the senior bowl. They're like, he can't hit a wall. From from ten yards away, I don't think Jalen Hurts had a great Senior Bowl.
0: Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember.
1: But uh, I think Herb, the, the, Herbert had a pretty good one. But that he's you know
0: Herbert did. He was MVP, I believe, of of the of the game, if memory serves. So I, I think though the 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 takeaway here is you know when you when you look at the mocks that are out there, a lot of those mocks are not going to include guys that are at the Senior Bowl, or or at least maybe played in the game or got a lot of practice time. I know. Najee Harris was, you know, he he made an appearance, and uh, some other guys that might get drafted early were there. A handful of guys, but a lot of these guys you, maybe you haven't heard of, but it doesn't mean they're not guys to pay attention to. That that might be valuable guys to take in your rookie drafts. Maybe maybe some of these guys are second or third round picks in your rookie drafts. But I, I think it's it's interesting to pay attention. Well, especially this year because as we're going to talk about later, th- this is one of those rare opportunities that NFL teams have to um be around these guys and kind of see what they can do on the field it's going to be a different process this year uh so i think that makes it interesting i think it also makes it interesting to see what guys carolina and miami might draft because they had a tremendous opportunity here that other NFL teams uh, didn't have they were in the bubble with these players they got a chance to spend time with these guys and and i i we we can talk a little bit about that later but i'd like to start out by talking about these guys who who do you want to talk about first i mean I, I thought maybe we could talk about some of the higher profile guys and get into like the deep dives some some uh um you know names that are kind of off the radar where do you want to start i mean yeah I mean, you gotta
1: you gotta lead us off ryan you gotta lead us off
0: yeah i, I think the the most intriguing name um to talk about especially since we've played a lot of superflex league is mac jones because i think he's a really interesting case will um I, you know i think based on the way he performed this week he I, um, I, well, he had a slight injury. Did he tweak his, his ankle? And Thursday's practice, we didn't play in the game. I'm mean, not that the game matters too much anyway. But he he looked well. I mean, the the kind of the things that we thought about him, it, it, it seemed to translate to um, you, you know the NFL scouts that were there. He's he's smart. He's a good decision maker. He's you know invested. He's a hard worker. You know, but we know he's not the most athletic guy in the world. He's not going to do a lot with his legs, which is definitely. Not a good thing in today's NFL. Definitely not a good thing in today's fantasy when you when you for <laughs> quarterbacks. But I but I think it's interesting because you know let's say he does go mid first round or late first round. I think I certainly think enough teams need quarterback they could they could draft him. It's probably a mistake. Perfect guy for the Chicago Bears to draft because he he he's trade the, up
1: draft Mac Jones.
0: I mean, isn't he like the perfect Chicago Bear player? Because he's not he's no, not because he played level. too
1: big of a college and he played on too big of a national scale. They'll take. You're right. They like the, uh, what's his name from North Dakota state? Like they'll be, they'll be fine. Yeah.
0: But, but anyway, so I I guess that's why I wanted to bring him up because I, I think we definitely have that, that top tier of players uh, in terms of quarterbacks, you, you know, we, we know Trevor Lawrence, um, Justin Fields, m- maybe Zach Wilson and Trey Lance, sneak in there nice. i mean they're they're projected to go in the top 10 in a lot of these mocks that we're seeing from respected a
1: you know, lot of places ryan are saying that zach wilson's moving up ahead of justin fields in the draft
0: that's that's crazy that's crazy if the, the jets really need to take uh oh, is it
1: crazier than taking mitchell trubisky
0: yeah, yeah that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> it's not first of all right it's not <laughs> crazier
1: to take a mitchell trubisky no two. not
0: not much is uh, but anyway, we don't need to rehash that horrible decision. No, we Thursday. should. Let's go
1: through step by step <laughs> your feelings. Uh, so you're talking about Michael McCorkle Jones, also known as Mac Jones. Uh, his middle name is McCorkle, according to Wikipedia. Nice. There's a fun fact I haven't heard in either podcast. <laughs>
0: That's right. No, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna plug because we'll reference this. Um, our, our friends over at Saturday to Sunday, um, at Paul Kezi um holly p w- w- yeah uh and, and matt they they do they, they have a great overview of the senior bowl we should you should go listen um uh, this is going to be a more lighthearted look we'll talk a lot more about hand size and those guys did i don't know why they didn't mention hand size well but we're going to talk about that tonight
1: i'm so shocked that they don't care that's the one thing that oh i'm going to blank the name i should have known this off the top of the head the lion Ly- the only like lions rider right receiver under contract from wisconsin uh
0: oh yeah um cephas
1: yeah, Cephas? Quintess Cephas has tiny little hands, so you have to hate him. Uh, you know, he, that, that he's never be successful in the NFL, just like Will Fuller.
0: Well, so, plus, he's got Jared Goff on the ball now, so that is an up.
1: I, I, it's so that 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 whole trade, maybe we'll go into that like later. Let's let's dive into that a little bit at the end,
0: all right? Yeah, because we haven't talked about it since it happened. Um, so what uh, okay, what uh, Mac Jones, what you're talking so about, we'll,
1: McCorkle Jones, okay? I,
0: I have to admit, I, I mean. I'm not not that I, I'm going to use a high first or second or second um, late, late first pick. But like when I get to the second round, if Mac Jones is there and he goes like late in the first round in the NFL draft, you know, I, I think it's hard for me to to pass on him because I'm a little bit intrigued with not, you know, because some of the 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 buzz, I think when Daniel Jeremiah wrote about him, um, you know, but but quote, but watching Jones during this season and this week displays a player that could be a Kirk Cousins type of QB. Someone you win with who will not make mistakes and will not put your defense in too many bad positions. Those players tend to find jobs. I think that when um, Paul and Matt were talking about him, they they talked about how he might be like an Andy Dalton type player. Yeah, Andy,
1: so- a- Andy Dalton, uh, I, that's the one that really rings the bell. But that kind of QB2 on your Superflex team is worth uh, a late first, early second every year. Right. Andy, Dal- Andy Dalton, his prime, was worth a mid first, basically. Uh, and, and I think that that's where he's going to, that's gotta be a ceiling, Ryan, right? He's not athletic. He's the thing is yep. Kirk Cousins is the definition of sneaky athletic. Like his his Russian touchdown production, he production, he has legs, he can run. I think Kirk Cousins would still just dust Mac Jones in, in a little uh little one-on-one race. So I don't like the comparison of Kirk Cousins because I don't think that he has that in his uh repertoire.
0: Yeah, but he's a guy that could be a, a start, like. Just a guy that could be an NFL starter.
1: Yeah. Derek Carr, Derek Carr type. Like, yeah, that person right. for fantasy in a Superflex league has immense value. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just pretty
0: intrigued that he had a a, a good week and, and he impressed. I mean, I mean, not a surprise, but he, he did get a, a lot of buzz. He didn't didn't hurt a stock. And I think he did enough to really intrigue some teams to probably overdraft him a little bit. So I think he's one of the stories of the senior bowl that we had to, to mention uh, an obvious one. Um, I, I think another one is uh, a guy that got a lot of buzz in some, some places was Michael Carter. You know, oh, when we're yeah. talking about the running back class, you know, you, you've got, um, you know, some guys up there at the top, uh, you know, but you know, Michael Carter, is he running back four or five, six in this draft class? Um, I, you know, both uh, you know, Daniel Jeremiah, and i think i think uh, uh paul you know talked about he could be like this naheem hines um type no they actually i like their their comparison better they talked they kind of made a uh, Devin singletary type yeah. because because of his size and and just the way he plays so you know a, a guy well, like that ha- could have value in the right landing spot
1: cuz they were talking about in a combined setting he's not going to run a big 40 time i mean michael carter is a smidge under 58 and 202 And I think it's good to keep in context because he could be a day two pick, you know, like a late day two pick, but he's not, he doesn't have long speed. He's not going to be that burner in the NFL, but he could be a functional fantasy, like a fantasy running back. He's just not somebody I don't, I I was, I was hiring Michael Carter kind of before this and doing more of a deep dive, but I think he's somebody that I I would, I would go for a higher upside wide receiver over him, but I think he might have a good career in the NFL. It's just going to be really you're never going to be happy. Maybe not never. That's, that's way too overbearing of a statement, but I would be surprised if you're, if you're very happy about like clicking Mike, Michael Carter in that starters box.
0: Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, I, I don't disagree. I, I just think he's someone to keep an eye on if he's there in round two of my rookie drafts. I think I'm interested depending on where he in, ends up um, because the, you know, where he stood out apparently was in the receiving game and you know, there are guys we've seen in the NFL recently that basically are the kind of those, you know, third down back types. And some of those guys end up having running back two seasons every once in a while. It happens. Yeah. Like, like James, White, like Tariq Cohen, Daryl so, Williams. Yeah. So, so maybe, <laughs> maybe, okay. Maybe he can um, you know, catch lightning in a bottle one season with the right team, right landing spot. I, I just think he he's interesting. Did you see that play? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I basically just watched highlights of the Senior Bowl. I didn't watch the the actual game. I'll be honest, but I, I went back and watched this on YouTube. There was that run where he scored the touchdown, where basically he was like stopped at like the four l- yard line, and then like it was him and it was offensive lineman just kind of like pushed the pile forward and he scored a touchdown. I mean, I don't know. I, I, he's a he's a gritty, you know, tough player. So I, I I I do like him, and I hope he is successful at the very least as an NFL player. And it, it, it obviously, we'd like to as a fantasy asset at some point.
1: Yeah, I just I I, I Ryan, My concerns come from that and his play. His play is he's a good player and he has an NFL career. I do believe in that, but I I don't think he has electricity and the skills to be James White, you know, type of back. I think that's that's like James White in that system and the way he functioned when he had his peak years. I I don't see that coming out of, out of Michael Carter, but I I do think that he. Is worth a roster spot in every dynasty league. It's it's hard to tell. Like, if he goes, let us say he slips and goes day four, or day or sorry day three in the NFL draft, it's gonna be really tough to to want to grab him like your second rounds versus the the wealth of wide receiver upside we're gonna have.
0: Yeah, and, and as we're gonna talk about here in a second, you know, if, if you look at just the Senior Bowl. Um, there were a, a lot of impressive uh, wide receivers. Got a lot of guys that stood out. It, just the senior bowl. And, and that's not even taking into account the Jamar Chases of the world and, and all the other um, you know wide receivers we're excited about. Rondell Moore and uh, you know the list goes on and on. So this is a super deep wide receiver class. And if you take a guy like uh, Michael Carter, who has limited upside, you, you could be passing on a guy like Western Michigan's Dwayne eskridge well um i i did you hear about this guy before before the senior bowl before no because i had not yeah um western michigan explosive athlete he he really stood out you know everyone you know uh, you know reading about the senior bowl recap you know daniel jeremiah loved him i i think was it um uh, todd mcshay is 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 saying now he's a potential potential first round pick todd mcshay saying that um Good write-up in USA Today's coverage of him. Basically, um, he, uh, he clocked a four-three-three forty-yard three dash. He's a hostile weight room for his size. Um, it, it just, uh, just a great athlete. Um, able to get separation. Um, it just, just like everything you read about him, like I didn't couldn't find anything negative other than maybe his size. He's not the biggest guy in the world. He's only five nine one eighty-eight, so he's small. But and, and he went to a small school. But otherwise, he he stacked up well against these, these bigger school guys, apparently. So what do you, what do you think about him? Well,
1: well, I think, I think the thing is you'll have to see where he gets drafted. I mean, it, it, you know, if, if Dwayne Eskridge goes to the Niners, uh, it's going to be a really, <laughs> which we all love, we oh, all love the pit. There it is. There's but, our
0: Niners reference,
1: but, but he's, but he's one of those people <laughs> that you can't see his path to success on the depth chart. It's, it's a little bit tough. If it's that kind of bold and that kind of like wide receiver core, I, I, the, the, the problem I have with a guy like Eskridge is, you know, we get this hype. This is our only hype piece during, like at this point in time. So things are going to be blown way out of proportion. So I, I do I, – I can't – and I hate it, Ryan. I hate it because you know I hate waiting. I hate waiting for hype. But in, unless he gets drafted on day two, I, 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 I don't know. I, he'll just be like somebody who's like the throw into that, that third-round pick in a deal. Like I, I'm not. I don't see from this. I'm going to seek out Esk- Eskridge. If he's a first round pick, I'll still struggle to get myself into it.
0: I'm. I'm going to quote uh, Dane Brugler here. This is from the Athletic. Uh, aside from his athletic gifts, Eskridge caught everything thrown in his way with quick, strong hands to snatch away from his frame. He debuted at number 76 overall on my top 100 draft board with his separation skills and pass catching ability. I don't have any regrets about ranking him that high. So. He's he, like, it's just interesting that, uh, you know, the, these, uh, you know, guys that are really into evaluating these prospects and really big, you know, analyzing the draft there, they're, they're hyping him up And you're right. It, it's, it's definitely hype, but he's intriguing and, and a guy I certainly want to keep my eye on. And there are plenty of teams will in the NFL that, that do need wide receiver help, especially the way um, this league is changing. You know, you need to have multiple, um, you know, wide receivers on your team. And yeah. there's some teams like the lions, like my Chicago bears, they, they don't have very many wide receivers under contract right now. And and, and there, there are many more. So I I think, he's I, I think he fits
1: in a lot of teams. I was just giving the Niners like a fun example, but he'd he be great. Fit well, he'd fit well into the scheme of what like the Vikings are doing still. Yeah. And, yeah. and those type of things. I mean, he has nine inch mitts. It's not, it's not ideal, but they're not undersized.
0: Yeah. It'll be interesting to see his pro day, how it goes, how fast he really is. Um, but you know, it sounds like he's uber athletic and he's got the he skill set. Three, to he ran a
1: three nine nine in the pro day time by his coaches.
0: What What if the Pittsburgh Steelers take him in the second round? Are you interested?
1: <laughs> you got to be right. That's just a factory. <laughs> I could see this, it. Small I mean, I ju- yeah, I just think the uh, you're going to see. Yeah, the Steelers would be super interesting because that wide receiver room is just a, a moving carousel and is a meritocracy in a lot of ways. So it's not it's not in some but it is in a lot of ways where i think that'd be totally worth a pick the thing is you could there's there's a scenario right where you could start eskridge in his rookie year in a week in your fantasy lineup and that is very important and at least feel good about it that near is like dumpster diving is what i mean
0: yeah yeah i mean and he's one of many wide receivers that we're going to talk about a guy that um uh, that I, I'm not sure if he's going to play wide receiver or he's going to play running back, uh, Demetric Felton from UCLA. Uh, also got some buzz uh, explosive guy. Um, he, you know, he's a probably a mismatch on the field. So, um, I will, with these guys, I never know what to, to do with them when they're like these tweener guys, although we've had seen some of them have some success. Like uh, obviously i I probably have this, um, recency bias with Antonio Gibson, you know, I'm not saying he's Antonio Gibson at all, but um, you know, what, mm, if, what, if he, what, you if team, what if he, what if a team, what if he didn't draft as a running back, you know, the second round, you know, all of a sudden he gets kind of interesting. So, but I mean, I just think he's a guy to, to name just to kind of keep an eye on. I,
1: he's I so he's like, he's not Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson was a big boy coming in. He had running back size.
0: Yeah, he's he's feltin smaller, isn't he? He's quite a bit. Yeah,
1: I mean, at least he's got like nine and three agents' hands, so he's got your, you know, he's got that covered. But he's the rest of him is still very small. I just don't. It's just hard to see his path to success as as a fantasy asset. You know, like like Boston Scott. You know, like like what what's what's the end game for him?
0: Right. I I mean. You know, but but if he's sitting there in the third round of your your rookie drafts and the wide receivers are gone, then maybe maybe he's a guy to think about.
1: Well, we'll we'll see. We'll see what. Yeah, we talk about Chip Kelly coached players all the time in the NFL.
0: (laughs) That's funny. I forgot Chip Kelly was there at UCLA. It's it's uh, yeah. What a interesting. I miss the
1: Chip Kelly Oregon days, and even the Eagles days. That's the NFL game I've been to was the Nick Foles. Chip Kelly, I i saw him. Yeah, it was it was just great. That offense was really? so much fun for yeah.
0: Oh, I never heard the story. Could they, they play would they play the it was
1: in the, the Metrodome game? here?
0: Yeah, nice. Uh
1: and yeah, it was well, it was it's not the only NFL game too, but it was the first NFL game I went to. And uh yeah, it was it was Adrian Peterson was out, you know. So I was watching Matt Asiata trying to toss yeah. up and stuff like that. But it was a pretty high scoring game and it was fun. Nice
0: um uh, let's see i you know we're gonna i think start to get into some more um uh, deep dive guys but um i I mean a a lot of a lot of wide receivers stood out and probably we won't even mention them all um you know i think the senior bowl with at the quarterback position um you know i'm a little bit intrigued by by jamie newman um only because I, I think he's going to be this raw prospect. The team will draft him maybe late and he could develop. I mean, he's got the kind of the Konami code K- thing going on, but that's like a deep, deep guy you take late. Maybe if you've got a really deep super flex league um, Hunter lawn, in terms of the tight ends, um, I know Dane Brugler has him. I think is his like tight end four right now, which I think is interesting, but I think one of those guys that um, is so- someone to keep in mind to kind of watch the process. If you're in a two tight end league, probably not a guy you need to worry about in most leagues, but
1: yeah, um, I think I think the rest of the process with Jamie Newman could be could be very interesting because yeah. he, he just was rusty. I mean, so, just so rusty.
0: Yeah. I mean, he hasn't played and he but he has like, he may have that skill set. You know, I I don't know. I just I just think he's he's kind of an interesting guy. I, you know, after seeing what um, I, I think about, you know, Jalen Hurts and and, you know, what he was able to do i i mean i'm i'm not i'm not he didn't have the same collegiate career still. Oh, no no i got but, it
1: it's the comp but
0: but you know what i'm like i mean like i just i'm very intrigued by these quarterbacks that that have that konami code in them now because i just think that's the that's kind of where the nfl is going right it's going to be interesting to see you know like a guy like mac mac jones that's just like our team's just going to decide okay we 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 can't win with these guys they're a dying breed we need to have that that you know quarterback that can move i i, I don't know i just I mean, if you look at the Super Bowl, you got Patrick Holmes, who is, you know. uh um, oh, hey. Yeah. Hey, Patrick, you joined, joined the
1: show. Oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> just, just, just on passing. That's
0: great. And, and then, you know, T- Tom Brady, who is your more your classic, you know, quarterback. But but those guys are getting old and we'll be able to leak soon. So, I, well, I don't
1: know. The, 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 Tom Brady is, is a dying breed, but there's only one Tom Brady. Like. right. You know, Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, all, all these guys, they were they were good for fantasy for a while, but you we're watching the NFL change. And that's why I think Des Fitzpatrick, or sorry, Jamie Newman is that that type of prospect that you just need to keep an eye on because he's that under like it's that different story. The college landscape we need to pay attention to because it's changing dramatically. Uh the the way that you know people set out this season, and this might be more like common in the future if this works out well for these guys. And these could be the trendsetters. So I think when you're in your third round of Superflex League, and Jamie Newman went in the fourth or fifth round, you know he's the he's the better pick versus the pocket passer you've seen come out in the past. Like Jamie Newman's going to be probably e- equally at worst, but better than like a Jacob Eason, you know, that went to the Charges like that that type of player where you're grabbing in the late third, early fourth of your dynasty leagues. But he's one that could actually work out. It's a I get that it's it's hurt by the the Senior Bowl and he didn't he didn't perform very well, but he, it, expectations were probably set too high.
0: Yeah, I, I was thinking of J- Jacob Easton went to the um, the Colts, right? I think you are thinking of oh, yeah, 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 that was is Colts
1: Easton... Easton Stick, all those guys, <laughs> yeah. Easton, Easton, whatever. But no, I, I no because Easton was from Washington and Stick was from North Dakota State. But it's like that's the the I don't know the the thing is it's it's high risk, but at that point in time that's the best reward you could ever ask for. If Jamie, if he starts one game in the NFL and performs well, you've, you've won every draft you were in. Well,
0: well, well why don't we, why don't we have some fun and, and talk more about like some, some deep dive guys. And and one of the guys is maybe not a deep dive, but he sort of fits the criteria because he's, he's been off the radar for quite a while. Um, but before we get there, I, I, did you take a look at, the, at, um, Quinn Maynard's, the Wisconsin whitewater guy, division three, you know, he's an offensive lineman. So it's not like he's excited, exciting to talk about for um, fantasy, but, but I really, I really like this guy J- just the fact that, you know, he, he got invited to the senior bowl. He made the best of, 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 you know, his, his opportunity. He, you know, he, um, he, he broke a bone and he wound up get in the game. He's like telling the coaches, the so oh, come on, get me the game. I want to play. I, I just think it's it's kind of cool that this guy, um, you know, who spent his off season quote clearing brush, rolling 400 pound fuel tanks, and clearing trees, just a you know, uh, just this kind of guy from a small school that's that's probably going to play in the NFL. I mean, I guess he played well enough to where they think he's going to get drafted in the mid rounds. I just I just love that story.
1: Yeah, and also Wisconsin Whitewater has a special place in my heart. Ryan It's the place of my my like second or third ever bicycle race. It's a beautiful- really part of the America area, uh, that, that town, it, it is just, I mean, if you want to rent a log cabin on a Lake, uh, go, go there. It, it is just, just gorgeous. I didn't do very well in the race, so I don't have like positive feelings about it overall, but it was, but the the scenery was, you know, I got to see a lot of it. because so, and you know, I didn't do very well. Um, but, uh, it, it's, I mean, Ryan, like you just want your, this is the kind of player you want your favorite team to draft. This right. is that late round pickup that could really blossom. Yeah, no, uh, exactly. And on the O line, how often do we talk about O lines all the time?
0: Yeah, I, I just think it's a it's a cool, really cool story. I, and that's the cool thing about the Senior Bowl too is that you have these stories. These small school guys go and they get a chance to, you know, play against these you know better prospects. And if you know if they're better, they'll 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 match up well, and they'll, their stock will rise. I, I it's such a cool process. This um this whole draft process and i know it's different this year but it's still it's still cool it's got these great stories it's that's why it's so much fun to uh you know yeah i'm sad
1: i'm sad we're not gonna get as much of it this year
0: yeah i'm really like
1: as fun as we go along but maybe we'll get more uh like like pieces on individual players that we can read into and just have some good readings
0: yeah i I am bummed that there's no combine and i mean it makes perfect sense they're not doing it but um but still i'm i'm bummed um so before we get into you know deep dives, and I, I put this article in the show notes, which I, I hopefully I can remember to put in in the notes for the, the podcast, this show. It, it's an article that ESPN did about how the Senior Bowl adapted and how it's more critical than ever. So they're just it's just a really interesting read because it just goes to show you um, number one how this event is different. Teams can only spend send ten representatives per club, and before they would send more. Um, it was all about the practices in the game, uh, unlike before where it's like the, you know, the, as much probably happens off the field in the, in the restaurants surrounding uh, in, in mobile than that you know, happens on the field. So it was just a different experience and all these scouts, general managers saying, you know, this, this is crazy. We're not going to know nearly as much about these guys as we have in the past. And, and I, I think one of the interesting things about the article was that, um, you know the Panthers and the Dolphins, as as the coach of the coaching the squads, they they had this huge advantage over these other teams. Um, you know, Matt Rule talked about
1: how he they need run. it;
0: <laughs> they, they, they do. But I, I just think it's it's cool that um, um, you know that. Well, it's not cool. It's 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 kind of sad that it's different. But I, I think it's it was cool to read the story and just kind of see how it's different and 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 get that insight that the Panthers and the Dolphins have. You know, maybe a little bit of an advantage evaluating these players. So, my my question before we get into our deep dives: Are you more interested in skill position players if the Panthers or the Dolphins take them? That, oh, that absolutely. The senior Bowl. I mean, do you think uh, that's so? Like Eskridge goes to the Dolphins like early in the second round. Are you like, oh, now I really want this guy?
1: Yeah, because you have you have buy-in at least. You have you have belief in a player that they're just not taking best player available at that point in time. They're taking a risk and so they're going to at least have opportunities to succeed or fail. So I think that's a really key note to watch.
0: Yeah. I- I'm I'm
1: I'm all in. Like let's let's buy into this because if you're wrong it's it, it's not like you're going to be wasting your high end, you know, first six picks in your rookie draft on these players. These are going to be players that are our dice rolls as is. And if you if you have like you see teams that have more information on these players and they've, they've met them and seen them. You at least know they're going to get a shot. And that's at this point in time, because none of these guys are going to be first round picks. If one of them goes in the second round, that's a big deal. And that means they really believe in that, that player. So I don't want to overweight it Ryan, but I'm pretty much all in on this.
0: I think especially with the Miami dolphins will, because that's a team that has a lot of needs um, on offense. I mean, they, they need wide receivers and I, honestly, I'm sure they're going to draft at least a, a running back to, you know.
1: We thought that last show. year, though. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, but but they didn't really need to because I think they knew they were still, you know, a, a year away. But but now th- they need a running back. So I, I'd be really shocked if they didn't take one relatively early in this draft. So and, unless they think that Miles Gaskin is, is the guy. and, and
1: No, Savant it's it's... Achman, man. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. We're a little tag team. I, that's the thing that. Is going to be very interesting with the Dolphins. It's the the running back landscape that we didn't want. Now we want a big part of. It. Yeah, right. It's, it's just so it, it's fascinating because it, we're not talking about I don't know like uh, like like how we went for a little I don't even know like the Cleveland Browns were always hyped about, but then they got some good skill position well, players. Hey, Bengals like hey, that. We'll go into that later.
0: It's like um, you know Chris Harris says all the time, right on on his show. We there's just so much we don't know. You know, a lot of times people have this confidence, like this offense that was the number one offense in the league last year is going to continue to roll into the next year. And often that doesn't happen or uh, offense that was horrible becomes a good offense. So there's just so much we don't know from a year to year and things change you know, free agency, uh, whatnot uh, players demand trades, <laughs> you know,
1: like the, Oh, this is uh, a fun offseason.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I thought last year was kind of fun with the, um, the quarterback position but but this year with deshaun watson uh, almost certainly on the move oh and-
1: they're t- they're talking about uh a little uh, Kirk cousins going to san francisco for some sort of package and let's let's set the table let's get deshaun watson into minnesota
0: yeah i yeah i, I don't know I mean, I mean obviously i'd rather see him in chicago which won't happen but san francisco would be fun i mean can you imagine him in, you know, no no
1: Kirk cousins going to san francisco and deshaun watson coming to minnesota ryan <laughs> which I, I will <laughs> potentially crap my pants live on air.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, I, I'm trying to think where – I see, if I'm Desha- – because Deshaun Watson apparently has a lot of say in this. and, and He I has think, a no-trade clause. Right, so he'll have to give the final say. Yeah, I mean, if I'm him, I, I think the Vikings are, are probably a good spot. But, you know, I'm, I'm thinking he's got to be targeting a team like the Niners, right?
1: Oh God! i we'll The Niners, really, we don't talk about them enough in trades.
0: But we've been talking. We, we wanted them to get a quarterback other than Jimmy G, and this this is it. This is this opportunity. I know. Kirk, I mean, Kirk Cousins. You think that's
1: the... well? What's crazy is the the Niners could cut Jimmy G for little dead cat money. So like oh, they, they have it. the space to do it. Yeah, we talked about that for years, and you
0: you've talked about it for years. Yeah.
1: Well, well, and Jimmy G, they got, like they went to the Super Bowl. Like it's it's still insane. That we're talking about two quarterbacks that have been in the Super Bowl that are being shoved aside by their team, Jared Goff and Jimmy. It's it's a wild, wild NFL, and it's so much fun. It's so much fun for fantasy. This is this is like let's make this more NBA ask, and let's go.
0: But those guys, okay. But those guys can get you there, but can they? Can they win you the Super Bowl? And and time and time again, with the exception of a guy like Trent Dilfer, they can't. They can't win you the Super Bowl. It's been a long time since a. They... You know, average to above average QB has done it. You, like you got to have a stud. I guess that was the last time it happened.
1: Eli Manning? I can't remember the years they won that. That was a really
0: good team. Yeah. He, eh, well, so, someone may argue with you on Eli. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you. I, I think he was an above-average quarterback, wasn't a, certainly wasn't a great I mean,
1: Eli got supplanted by Daniel Jones. Like, do we really need to have that conversation for him uh, much longer? Although, uh, and
0: I guess with the Broncos, when Peyton Manning won his last year, he was a shell of himself.
1: Yeah, and, Brock Asselaer was doing some good things for a minute. and made himself deep. a lot of money.
0: Yeah, de- but, yeah, no, I, I guess it, it does happen. if A really strong defense. And overall, a strong team can can get it done with that uh,
1: and a little bit of luck. Like the way that Broncos Panthers game yeah. started was just insane. So, yeah, that's true. It does. Take I'm still so, I'm still so mad about that whole Super Bowl experience because nobody wanted to play catch with the football at halftime. They wanted to watch Coldplay. And I'm not. A, I, I'm still a fan of halftime shows, but I was like, this is boring. This game sucks. Let's play catch. <laughs> anyway, <laughs>
0: all right. Let's get into the deep dives. All right, Fancy Joe's deep dives in the Senior Bowl. So the first one. Uh, well, why don't you, why don't you introduce him? And why well, I- I'm
1: leaving out with, with Des Fitzpatrick, which I think one of the most interesting points about Des Fitzpatrick is he played with Lamar Jackson at Louisville and had his best basically season with him. You know, he had more yards and everything, but his most prolific season was with Lamar Jackson back in 2017 or sorry. Yeah. Back in 2017. A long time ago. And this is the Saturday Sunday. They brought this up. He had a really great senior bowl. His stats aren't going to pop off the page. He had, you know, you 43 catches for 833 yards. You know, you can run through the stat line, whatever. But uh, he's, he's the kind of player that has gone through a system that has gone through a lot of changes over the years. But then he, he showed well in the Senior Bowl and has nine and a quarter inch hands, Ryan, along with a, an 80 and five inch, inch, inch wingspan. So I don't know. It's, it's hard to tell what he what he's really going to be in, like the hype around him but i think he's a fun guy like he's one some guys wanted to mention on our podcast that like this is somebody you should pay attention to to see where his draft capital goes and his potential because he is good when he's around good players
0: yeah he, he's he's really interesting well i mean he, he's got the size um you know six to ten um he had a great senior bowl itself uh six receptions for 90 yards um and um yeah i mean he's he's guy that's that's been forgotten about because it's been a while since he flashed it was such a long time ago but but yeah i i am very interested in um you know what happens here during this process where where he where he ends up uh going how high he can rise so yeah he's
1: he's gonna come out as an older prospect because he redshirted and everything like that like it's uh but i i again this receiver class is going to be deep, and players are going to pop, and he could be one of them, and is worth the dice roll.
0: Yeah, and and that way may may be where it's an opportunity um, to take a guy because you know, yes, yes, we know that um, you know older the, if the players older within the NFL typically you know that that means they don't do as well, but there are always dynasty plantipuses. Well, that we we talk about.
1: I mean, Cooper and, Cup.
0: Yeah, I mean they've been older. I mean Debo. Yeah, uh, you know, it was, was older. Yeah,
1: Ayuk. you was a JUCO transfer coming out. It's, uh... Yeah.
0: So, so it happens. It it, it happens, and, and circumstances happen, and there's a reason that maybe guys enter the draft uh, a, a little bit later. Um. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's it's if you haven't seen his highlights from the Senior Bowl, check them out because he 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 certainly, you know, um, you know, fits the eye test for me.
1: Um, And and it's one of the, it's one of the things I'm pivoting in my dynasty opinions about these players is it's not just about value. Sometimes it's about late in those rounds where you may think I might be able to start this player for one game during the season, during a pinch. If you have your squad ready and a player goes down that you, you just might be able to start this guy for one week. And if he even puts up, you know, 10, 11, 12 fantasy points, that's such a big boon if that helps you win that week.
0: Yeah. Uh, and well, honestly, I mean, and he's going to go, you know, later there's so many wide receivers. He's going to go later, but you know, if he lands in the right spot team, that needs a wide receiver. I, I mean, he could, he could be a wide receiver too, you know, for, for a couple of years and, in, in the NFL. And it, I mean that, that I think that's possible. And, that, and those guys are valuable. Um, especially where you probably take him in your rookie drafts, where he will probably be available. So, yeah, I like I like him as a name to keep an eye on, Des Fitzpatrick. So check out, go to YouTube, check out how he looked.
1: Louisville. 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 Skip ahead 10 minutes because we're going to do Louisville annunciations. We're going to find more players. Put a bunch of marbles underneath your tongue.
0: Ooh. you got to open your eyes kind of like me. Yeah. It's, anyway, it's, listeners that, that live in beautiful. It's a great city, by the way. I, I, I have family. Oh, there.
1: like John Bosch and Peter Howard <laughs> lived near there. That place is a turd hole. Come on. Uh, uh, I show that they both live in Kentucky. I actually don't know where their locations are, but I, I, th- I but think... if those two schmucks are, are hamming <laughs> it up in Kentucky. Like they're not even listening to this. Nobody's going to I can come back to them. I'm like, oh, ooh, it's just fine. Yeah.
0: Ryan McDowell, I think, lives close. Yeah, Ryan McDowell too.
1: Kentucky's the hotbed. <laughs> hotbed of Dynasty. Content.
0: No doubt about that. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's let's uh, talk about <laughs> next time I list Chris Evans. No, I'm not talking about the actor Chris Evans. I'm talking oh, about the super running back. Hulk, by the way,
1: <laughs> yeah. it's hard to watch movies with the wife with him on screen. <laughs> um, Rule comes off the lips and you're just like, oh, how am I supposed to tell us about that? <laughs> Uh, Chris, okay. Chris
0: Evans from <laughs> Michigan. I had uh, no comment. I mean, my wife does the same, I'm sure. But, um, so I, I just mentioned him because uh, he didn't really get a lot of buzz most places, but, uh, Dane Brugler wrote a, a little blurb about him. Um, and, and I did a little research, you know, he's a four-star recruit, um, you know, prototypical size, you know, 220 pound ball carrier, soft hands as a pass catcher ten inch um, hands is
1: a pass catcher. Does he have ten inch hands? Ten inch hands. Damn. Okay. Cool. So. Oh I, no! He just moved up your draft board. I saw yeah, in your He's, eyes. A,
0: <laughs> he's like, 101. Um <laughs> I, But I, I just think he's a. So he didn't play in twenty nineteen. He didn't have a particularly you know um, great twenty twenty season. So just a guy to kind of keep an eye on because he's you know four star recruit out of high school. You know he's he's he, maybe if he lands in the right spot he could could do something. I'm not I'm not saying he's going to be this. Um, You know, running back one or anything. I I just think a guy to to keep your eyes on if he lands in the right spot. he's that
1: he's that you know, like almost like two injured away guy that is again worth if you that that taxi squad spot. It's worth keeping on the radar. I think this is a great point out, Ryan.
0: Yeah, because just a guy that you know just was not on my radar, and you know, and especially in a class that's you know weak depth-wise at running back, you know, maybe, maybe a guy like this, but just a guy to keep an eye on. Probably not even a guy you need to draft in your rookie drafts, but you know, if there's some good, uh, you know, buzz in the, in the preseason, and he's climbing up a depth chart, you know, maybe a guy you want to. Start
1: oh, Ryan with. just said it bigger hand, James Rob, James Robinson. Here we go. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. If he goes to Jacksonville, man, they'll, they'll be fighting over, uh, he never touches and
1: yeah, they're taking uh sermon or Teague or something or you know, something or something. Yeah, they're be living out the past. Um, uh,
0: another guy I had on here as as a kind of a deep dive, uh, uh, Frank Darby. I mean, not super deep, but he, wide receiver, Arizona State, and um, you know, I I I, I think that it, it sounds like we might have another um guy get drafted highly from Arizona State, not necessarily first round, but you know, six feet, one hundred ninety five pounds, um. He, he finishes with toughness and ball skills. According Dane Brugler, um, also wins the award for the most animated player throughout the week. He was having fun out there and his teammates embrace his energy. So we like animated. So he's definitely a, a Joe's guy. If he's animated out there. Well.
1: Ooh. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, right. Nine and five inch hands. Cause this is basically our combine at this point in time. So he's got big enough hands. I just, uh, I'll take this from the Saturday Sunday podcast that uh, they are going to be like uh, Paul said that he's going to be doing more of a dive on, on Frank Darby. And I cannot wait for that information. Yeah. I, I think that though, the like any Arizona state receiver now has a track record to go by. Like some of these guys potentially could be over overdrafted, but I, I like the idea of the energy and animated, but you, you have to be careful. Got to be careful when you come in the NFL but uh, again, he. I think he. Want, I think he got himself some money in the Senior Bowl.
0: Yeah, I. I, th- I think so too. I, I mean, I think a lot of these wide receivers did well. I mean, I mean, there are just so many. There, there are guys that we haven't talked about. We probably won't talk about. But you, if you, um, you know, like Cade Johnson from South Dakota State. Um, uh,
1: oh, I know Cade.
0: You do. I, I, you, You're your buds. No. Um, it, the Bison,
1: it, no, that's North Dakota State. <laughs> uh,
0: you know, Shai Smith, South Carolina, um, Amari Rogers, Clemson. Uh, there's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of these, there's just so many oh. wide receivers in the senior ball alone, and then add these other guys. It's just the wide receiver class is ridiculous.
1: Yeah. I mean, Shai Smith is tough. The best part about him, Ryan, is that that man has nine and three quarters inch hands. So, with being a senior, Coming with that prolific passing offense of South Carolina, uh, what what's he gonna you know what's he gonna do? That was gonna be one of my pop quizzes. Is that he was a Gamecock and you ruined it? But that, that that's fine. That's fine.
0: Well, we could still go there. I forgot. I, I didn't see he was on the list later. So, um, but well, we gotta talk about the most important part of the Senior Bowl. It's all about hand size. I mean, forget what forget about everything else we talked about. Uh, forget about whatever what, you, what you've read about the Senior Bowl. We gotta focus on wide receiver hand size here.
1: Well, I think the most important hand size metric is Ryan, Najee Harris has 10-inch hands. How many Man. running backs have we seen come through with tiny little baby hands like Ronald Jones who can't catch the ball? If I wasn't excited enough about <laughs> Najee Harris before, I am now.
0: Yeah. I, I, re- I remember when we found out how small his hands were because it was senior bowl week. We had Tim Torch on the show. We all, we all remember that. We all laughed about how small his hands were.
1: Um, oh, and I remember no, I remember like yeah, like Akram Wadley from yeah from Iowa, just is like Akram Wadley. Yeah, he had like under nine inch. He had like eight and a half, and I was like, oh no, like I have like seven, like seven something. Like you gotta if you gotta be able to have big mitts as a as a running back, uh, I guess now. So. I, I I, the Najee Harris thing like that, like when now running back, he just is exploded. I mean, even that he went to the senior bowl and participated in some drills and competed in a lot of ways. And he got those quad pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, Ryan. I'm so excited for Najee Harris. Depending yes. on the team building where your draft picks are, he is going to be the most interesting pick when it comes to the quarterbacks this season it's so, uh, so, reflex drafts so, so
0: so do you get more excited when you see as harris's quads or does, does your wife get more excited when she sees uh, uh, uh chris evans movie
1: oh it's me for for harris's quads by far her getting look, excited about chris evans is just my jealousy issues <laughs> coming out like that, that has nothing <laughs> to do with it like she's like no i'm happy uh, and i'm like oh oh but, well, good, for, good for chris evans transformation that dude's become a hunk so i'm proud of him <laughs> uh
0: corner powell
1: from clemson he he's not he's not a big man he's not a tall man he didn't really flash but his and he spent five years at clemson but his last year he did he you know he had some production you know with with 53 catches 882 yards and seven tutties which last year production when they're 22 years old they are uh you know, you know, destined for NFL success. But the biggest <laughs> part, Ryan, is that he has 10 inch mitts. And I, I just I, I kind of want that because the wide receiver factor that is Clemson, the players, players that stay there longer and then can still flash like later on, I, I might be on board. I think he's going to get some decent draft capital. And again, is in that mix where you're, like you're going to be are oh, the late second and all through the third round are just going to be these like, do I want to, like, if somebody wants to trade for it, like, I, I don't want, like, are you trading for a future something? It's going to be a very confusing time for Dynasty drafters, but I think, I think he could be all right. Yeah,
0: I mean, he, he had a great senior year. There, there's no doubt about it. Um and, and, you know, pretty, pretty big guy. You said not, not a big guy. I mean, six feet tall to 10. I mean, tall. so. So he's not, you know, not bad. And my favorite thing about him is he's if you go to his ESPN page, he's got the, he's got a really nice bow tie. It's like the Clemson colors. I love it. He's a, a well-dressed man. So I, I like a guy that that has some style, too. So I
1: can't wear a bow tie. So I, I can't I'll either. He can pull it off. That's why I'm impressed yeah. by
0: it. <laughs> he looks good. Basically, what we're saying
1: is on the fantasy jokes. We also go by how much better looking they are than us. <laughs> and that matters.
0: Oh, all right um what, what about that's why next... baker
1: mayfield is succeeding too because he's part of the gap to the club like myself we have a little front gap mm. and so his his second year i was like no i gotta buy in he's in the club
0: yeah, he's so he's, a, he's your he's a buy in the off season. so if you got if you got if you're in a league with will and he's got you've got baker mayfield send him some offers
1: yeah i'll, I'll send you Derek carr all day every day so t- turns out he may be worth two first round picks is what the raiders want for Derek carr which yeah everybody would love a middling qb anyway Hi, uh, Ben Squirrelnick. Skor- <laughs> the best name of the
0: Senior Bowl. Can you Sk- say it better? Squirrelnick, yeah, Squirrelnick. Ben yeah. Squirrelnick.
1: What school did he go to, Ryan?
0: Nailed it. Um, he went to. No,
1: don't don't you look at that sheet? I see your eyes. <laughs> Watch that um, face. I,
0: I already saw where he went. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: so he unfortunately went to Notre Dame in his his, his fifth year, but he did spend four uh, years duh, with the Wildcats of uh, Northwestern. Yeah. Uh, tip, you know, he's tipping the hand scales with 10-inch mitts, which was a rarity, which also the Senior Bowl, uh, the way you sort by hand size is, is very odd. But there was only a couple with 10-inch mitts. So I looked into these guys a little bit. Uh, he has a massive 80-and-a-quarter-inch wingspan. And I just don't – I just wanted to highlight him around him basically for his hand size because he was in the top percentile here. I I'm, I'm probably a hard out. I hope he gets drafted and I hope he proves me wrong. He,
0: he was given the positional Mr. Indiana football award in high school. It, it's, it's interesting that he started at, at Northwestern. I guess he took a medical red shirt and then he went to Notre Dame for grad school as a grad student. And that's why he had that last year of eligibility. So. he's 30 years probably, old, probably, probably smart. Yeah. He's 30. <laughs> Who's older? Um, <laughs> Calvin Ridley or Ben. Oh, it's Calvin Ridley. <laughs> Calvin Ridley is like 45
1: <laughs> at this point in time.
0: Yeah, that's true. But smart guy. Um ho- hopefully he's successful. Um, because we love um these former Notre Dame players right well.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I think that uh I think that we need to set in this in the in the line in the sand. And I think nine and a quarter inch hands is the Ryan line. It's the Ryan line. That's if your wide receiver was smaller than nine and a quarter inch hands. Ryan hates you with a burning passion, pretty much. And uh, Devonta Smith went to the senior bowl and he didn't get his like weight or his wingspan like measured, but he had his hand side measured, and which is which is the oddest. <laughs> this is on. on the planet, but he he ended up with nine and three eighth inch hands, Ryan, which is one eighth of an inch above the Ryan line, clearing the Ryan line, whoo, put him Phew. at the 101.
0: Yeah, he, he's he's up there. He's going to get drafted early, so we'll 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 see where he ends up on my
1: draft I, board. I I just um I uh, I love Devonta Smith. I think he's going to be a very successful NFL player. I worry about his complete upside of of being that that top end, but uh, because he's going to go. I mean, is probably going to go in the top ten, right? Top, top fifteen at the worst. Good question. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll I, see. But, if but, he yeah, falls out of the probably. top 15, I'll, I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked. Yeah. And that's a big proponent for them, for him. And it'll, it'll it's going to be such that, like, racking in your brain. And I think that if I'll draft it, what you're supposed to do with him. Uh, another player, which really surprised in mock drafts, was Kadarius Tony out of Florida.
0: Getting a lot One, of hype, yeah.
1: Very important that he cleared the Ryan line with nine and a half inch hands. Mm-hmm. He's above the Ryan line, which is honestly the only line that really matters. But unfortunately, those hands did him no favors in the Senior Bowl practices and game, including dropping a pass in the game when they lined him up out of the backfield.
0: Yeah, I mean uh, hand issues. But uh, that aside, it, it, it does sound like you know, still he, if anything, he did gain a little momentum kind of out of the. Yeah, the Bears
1: court. will draft him. We'll be happy about that. <laughs>
0: He's probably. I mean, it's interesting. You look at a lot of mocks that you know people s- still like Kadarius Tony. They 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 see you know the potential that he has, and 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 teams you know want, want a guy with his talent. So he, he's an interesting guy. I. I, I
1: yeah, I'm worried on the skill positions. He might be the one of the biggest losers though the Senior Bowl.
0: Yeah, perhaps. I, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what you know what comes out in next couple of weeks. We do his pro day, that kind of thing. But um, um, but but yeah, d- d- a guy that um. You know, is 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 going to be in the conversation for you know, depending on if he if he really does go in the first round of the NFL draft, he'll, he'll be in the conversation for the first round of your rookie draft. So, um, I I mean, I'm always in favor of as many skill position players going in the first round as possible. That just makes makes it so much better, and also creates values later on in your draft. So, um, he's he'll be an interesting name to watch.
1: Yeah, I did I did, Ryan. One of my best moves this offseason was I went up and scooped Brandon Ayuk when he was falling. He was, he, and I was just like, well. I don't necessarily know the most about Brandon Ayuk, but he's going here to a good place and his value has increased like way more than what I paid for him.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Unfortunately, nobody really wants to trade for him. So it's kind of like this mixed bag of emotions. Like you win, you win, but nobody really wants to pay up for Brandon Ayuk. Anyway.
0: Well, it's interesting because if you look at, I think one of the things that people worry about with the San Francisco situation is, is when Debo is back you know, George Kittle missed a big part of the year. So I, I think the thought process is, yeah, he looked great, but a couple of their main weapons were absent. So when they're back in the mix, what does that do to Ayuk and his numbers? So I think that's the challenge with moving him.
1: Oh, he's an alpha. Let's go. everybody. No,
0: but but I, I think what he is, well, is not a sell. I think maybe he's more of a buy because I think he's one of those guys of all those wide receivers from the 2020 class, especially the guys who won the first round. I mean, Rager, you could get cheaper, Jalen Rager, but... Ayuk, who who sh- demonstrated it, um, that that might create a, a buying opportunity for. I,
1: I just I I think he could be a week over week like like a week in week out starter for your fantasy team, and that's important. Like just that, that he's somebody you can you, you know you can set in your starting lineup and you don't you don't feel too nervous about it. And I'm very excited about Brandon Egg's future. I just want his value to increase more so I, I can get potentially more out of him because I'm addicted to trading. Um, Fair enough I, I can't I can't add him as a throw-in And that's broken down deals No, so, he's not a
0: throw-in, no way
1: that, But that's what, but it's like the, the They were like, oh, well, if you had how you can I'm like, I don't want, nah, hard out um, Which So the the next player, you know, Tyler Wallace was, was so hyped Like, uh, you know a, a year ago or before yeah. Tours ACL Yeah And one, he clears the Ryan line at, with nine and a half inch hands which i think is really important because he's five eleven. and watching him in the past Ryan, i had completely forgot that he's this short and i love that about him but i love the fact that like he is such a better contested catch player he had a great senior bowl and he's gonna he like he's gonna come back and i i, I think tylen wallace i think the nfl though is gonna draft him relatively highly where you're not gonna get him like a great value but i think in that that you know, mid second round that if you're, if you want him, you can target him and get him cheaply enough when somebody's waffling that Tyler Wallace is worth it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I mean, once again, add him to the list of wide receivers to to be excited about. And, and, you know, but he is a guy that, you know, probably a lot of wide receivers will go before him in the NFL draft and and rookie drafts, but um, he's one of those guys that could be a tremendous value. I I think you're right. Um, He'll be, well, I wonder if he turns, he's, he turns 22 in May. I was wondering what his age was. I wonder if that was going to be a factor. But that might also help you. I think sometimes its uh, it can be an advantage if these guys turn 22, 23. Because other people will be like, I can't draft him. He's 22 years old. Oh, my God. But you can get him in.
1: A little in, bit of maturity coming to the league. That's right. And he's just like the, the feel of him coming out of the Senior Bowl is just all great. He made himself some money in the Senior Bowl. So I, I'm just stoked. I'm stoked that even with the injury and all the stuff that's happened, that Tylan Wallace can still be a valuable asset and that it's worth drafting.
0: All right, let's, let's go to the final big hands, guys, that, that make my cut for guys that I don't want to target my rookie dress will.
1: We were talking about him. It was Shee Smith. Shy Smith? she Shy? Shee shy. That was the one we talked Cheyenne. about. The game guys. he has, Yeah, he has nine and three quarters in his hands. He's got massive mitts, man. You got to be drafted in.
0: Brian will ten- trade
1: for all your third round rookie picks for this man.
0: Five ten one ninety. He he's um um, interest interesting guy. Because um I I if memory serves on that on the, um, senior bowl recap on the Saturday Sunday football podcast um, Paulie and Matt really raved about how talented he was and yeah. how good he looked and all the things he could do.
1: So- we don't care about that. We care about hand size.
0: Man, well, and
1: just for
0: good measure, 9.75 inch hands. That's awesome. So-
1: well, and also the – and no offense to, like, South Carolina, you know, uh, like fans and everything like that, but that passing game has been bad for a long time. Oh, All it's right. Been, it's been – it would be so rough to be a Gamecocks fan and, and watch the, the – it's just been – I've watched – more than enough south carolina games to know that it is just painful to watch as a fan i get it i'm not you know we're, i'm an Iowa fan try it.
0: being try being an illinois fan will i mean
1: <laughs> no you guys got a
0: uh, let's <laughs> sorry for what's him. his
1: name like brett belima
0: or whatever brett, brett belima or whatever
1: your yeah he yeah. great success
0: uh, you know we'll, we'll see he you know he he might actually you know create some winning seasons to illinois you know with the the bar is not super high okay Get get us some some crappy bowl games and, and we'll be happy. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: Um well any any final parting thoughts? We're getting we're getting late here. Uh two-minute warning. Any any final things you want to say about the senior bowl or anything? Any anything dynasty related?
1: Yeah, uh, my la- my last note of the week, Ryan, is I am just so intrigued of what the Bills do at the running back position. If they add anything in the draft or if they continue with what they have, uh I most likely I'm going to end up or try to acquire a lot of Zach Moss and Devin Singletary in this off season. this year. And the way that offense functioned, it won't be the exact same next year. And these guys, these two, like the running back position is going to be the one that benefits from how they change. And Josh Allen's extension as a passer matters to the running backs. They weren't, I, I don't even think they were quite, quite ready for what he could do. And I think these could be two big, Redraft your dynasty buys for increased value moving forward, and you're on a you're on a, a high flying, prolific offense, and this is what you want. You want to take that's the kind of risk that I want, and I'm going to be going into.
0: Hey, well, do you have any concerns though that Josh Allen is such a touchdown vulture? Like he has some tons, touchdowns. tons of concerns. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I guess that creates a, a tremendous you know value, a buying opportunity. Um, I, I really like Devin Singletary, for example, as a player. I, th- I think he's interesting. I think he's better than Zach Moss. Um, uh, but I, I don't know that I want to touch that backfield just because I worry about, um, j- you know, j- just the – I think the upside is already kind of low, but you take away those touchdowns, it, it concerns me. So,
1: Brian, that's where upside exists is the change in the offense that could happen. Is it, it just has to be slightly different. You just need like three more touchdowns to go to one of these players, and that player is a big value.
0: Yeah, I, I think my final final parting shot in the um, same division um, w- with the AFC East, the New England Patriots, they're not going to have Cam Newton back who who didn't score a lot of rushing touchdowns. And Damian Harris is still there. So, you know, I think Damian Harris is a guy that a lot of people have, have kind of forgotten about. And people don't want to touch that New England backfield because historically it's it's just been a nightmare to figure out. But but I think I think Damian Harris. <laughs> yeah, is by Sony uh, Michelle. Yeah, I think Damon Harris is, is pretty interesting because if, you know, I, I don't think Cam's gonna come back. I mean, who knows what's gonna happen. Maybe they draft had,
1: what what do you have, like twelve rushing touchdowns a season?
0: Something crazy. And may, maybe they acquire a running quarterback and this and this is a this point doesn't make any sense anyway. But um I think I think Harris is a guy you could acquire on the cheap, and I, I think he could have a solid year for you in twenty twenty one and beyond. So I just I think he's a kind of interesting guy maybe a buy low or a guy to get thrown in. You know, maybe that guy won't throw in Brandon Ayuk, but he might throw in Damian Harris. So, just throwing it out there. Um, I, I guess with that, Will, this was the senior bowl edition of the Fancy Joes. So, this is this is it. We're getting excited. We're going to see, keep talking about rookies. We're going to do some Superflex mock drafts with um, with rookies. It's going to be fun. The off season, I'm starting to get the the spark back. Will, I, I have to admit, I needed some time a, l- a little bit of time off or a little downtime. Not time off from Dynasty, but just a little downtime and I had it, and now the Senior Bowl has got me pumped up, Will. So, um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, anyway, we're the Fantasy Joes. You can find us on Twitter at, F- J- at FFJoes. You can find me on Twitter at Librarian. He's at Joe underscore Will. On behalf of Will Greenwood, I am Ryan Livergood,
1: and we are
0: the Fantasy Joes.
1: Yeah, Cam Newton had eight passing touchdowns and 12 rushing touchdowns.